Welcome back to The Marketing Podcast, where we discuss marketing science, case studies that reveal successful marketing techniques, and strategic marketing analysis, where we model the data and turn it into financial forecasts so you have predictable revenue. I'm your host, Brandon White, and this is Marketing. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about Net Promoter Score, and we are on part three, where we're going to talk about how to get yours. As a quick review, in part one, we went over what Net Promoter Score, or NPS, is and why it's a great metric to use. In part two, we talked about what the NPS score means, meaning when you get the number, How can you think about that number? And it was a scale. If you missed part one or part two, go back to those episodes and review them. If you're here to figure out how to get your net promoter score, well, we're going to talk about that. So what is it? It's a single question. And that question is, how likely are you on a scale of one to 10 to recommend our company to a friend or colleague? That's it. Now, net promoter score can have multiple questions, but At its essence, it's a one-question survey. And you want it to be one question because people are more likely to answer it. I don't know about you, but I hate getting these, hey, do you have 10 minutes to fill out our survey to help us? Oh, what am I getting in return? And if I fill out five of those a week, I think that's two and a half hours of my time filling out customer service surveys. Just not realistic. You're going to get It's not going to have a high conversion rate on that. Whereas if you ask one question, just one question, how likely are you on a scale of one to 10 to recommend our company to a friend or colleague? It's going to tell you a ton about your business. So how can you get answers to this question? Well, you can just send out an email to all your customers with that one question. You can use a Google form where they where they click and link to it. You could send a single email and ask them to reply. I actually did this the other day at the end of an office hours, which is a place where students come in and they can ask any question that they have on anything from business plan to marketing, whatever it is. And if I have the answer, which in generally I do, um, or I will follow up and get it, then that's what happens. And we were doing that. And at the end, it has a email with the replay. And in it, I said, hey, will you just reply to this email with exactly the question on a scale one to 10? Would you recommend our brand to a friend or colleague? And I got a ton of replies, just single numbers. And it was awesome. I was so excited. And getting this feedback as much as possible. You could also put it in the PS of your regular emails just in your regular communication with your clients. Eventually they'll see it and you can say, just hit hit reply. Remember, if you send someone to a landing page like a Google form, it's great for you because it's going to put it in a spreadsheet, which we're going to talk about in a minute because ultimately that's where you want to get it so that we can actually do the calculation. But you're going to have breakage. Someone's already in my email. They're going to hit reply more likely than hitting a link that takes them to their browser and then moves them away from the application that they're in. So we've got to think about marketing when we're trying to get feedback by doing marketing, so to speak. So anyway, it's 
you, you can really do it that, it can be that simple. You can ask after a customer service call or after a transaction. Really simple. You could actually ask it on the website, build a little widget. They click the number, it enters. You could use Typeform for that. That usually can, you can get a snippet of code to put in there. There's a ton of different ways that you could do it. You could send it on their receipt and again, do a reply to email, make it super simple for people. Hey, just reply with a number. So tons of ways to do this. No excuse not to do it. And it's going to give you an enormous amount of information. Ultimately, you want to get all these numbers into a spreadsheet. You could use Google Sheets and cut and paste if you're getting them in an email. If you're collecting them on a Google form, it will automatically fill that out. You could do it in Excel. You could do it if you're an Apple person in numbers. Whatever it is, we want you to get it into a spreadsheet because in the next episode, I'm going to show you exactly how to calculate your net promoter score and do it correctly. A lot of people don't do it correctly and you want to do it correctly. Otherwise, it's not giving you the information that it's designed to give you. And as we talked about in part one and part two, this is a metric that a lot of companies used. It's standardized. So you can compare yourself against industry statistics on NPS and or other companies, which is really helpful. So that's it for today. Get that one question out. Would you recommend on a scale of one to 10 our company to a friend and colleague? Get that out to your customers and start collecting that data in the next episode. I'll show you exactly how to calculate this thing correctly. If you enjoyed this show, please make sure to hit subscribe button so you don't miss any of the episodes. If you have any questions, you can drop them in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or drop me an email in the email that is in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning into our show today. Bye, everyone.